So here I am about to embark on life as a two check bag person. And I thought it'd be kind of fun to just open up and examine all the things that I have so that you can have some more clarity into what is it actually like to travel the world with your life with you. Welcome to the Live, Work, Travel podcast. I'm your host, Michonne Thomas, a former middle school teacher who quit at 30 to become a six-figure freelancer and digital nomad instead. You're in the right place if you're ready to learn how freelancing can help you to work from anywhere, make great money, and live a life that you design. I'm sharing everything I've learned to get to where I am today in order to support you on your journey, because this lifestyle is simply too good not to share. Today, I want to talk about my life in a suitcase. So many people I meet obviously are fascinated by how do you travel the world in a suitcase? Where's all your stuff? People ask me like, where do you really live? Like, where is your stuff actually kept? And the answer is mostly with me. I don't have a particular place where I packed up a lot of stuff and left it. I have slowly and systematically over the years gotten rid of everything that I own to now fit into a suitcase and a bit more. And I have a few things now stashed around the world in different places. I have a box of stuff in Ecuador because while I was living there during the pandemic, I built up a few more things and some things that do have some sentimental value that I now want to keep and have someday when I have a house. And I have left a small box of stuff in England as well with another friend, which I'll go back for those things someday when I have a house. And these things are more like, for example, in Ecuador, I left a white dress that's just a really pretty dress. I think I bought it in Ecuador and I've worn it a few times. I love this dress, but traveling, with a white dress is not the most practical and it's not something I would wear on a weekly basis. So I have to constantly be playing that game of what is allowed space in my suitcase. And I don't know, I just really like this dress. And one of the things that I have done in the more years that I've been traveling is start to work myself out of this attitude of denial where I don't buy something because it's not useful for me in the moment. And in a way that's good. I'm very minimalist, but there is something to allowing yourself to have little pleasures and little things that you enjoy and not just outright saying no, which is what I used to do. Just no. If it doesn't fit into my life right now, if it doesn't fit into my suitcase right now, then no. And just recently, within the past year, I've been starting to go, okay, I like this thing and it doesn't have a place in my life over the next few years. But someday when I get a house and settle down, I do want this. So I'm going to keep it for now. There's also a few more souvenir type things that I've been picking up, which same reasons as before. I used to just be like, no, I'm not getting that. But like when I was in Egypt, I bought some paintings on papyrus and I want to hang those in my house someday. So stored those away in a box for the future. But as for stuff that I had when I was younger and in what now feels like past lives, I have pretty much gotten rid of it all. I had someone ask me once, well, where are your like your high school yearbooks? I'm like, oh man, I threw that shit out years ago. So I had a house with my ex for many years. And when I left that relationship and that home, I left most of the stuff behind because I was just drawn to tiny living. And I lived in a trailer for a while 
like a travel trailer. And that was really small. And I got used to tiny living and I just absolutely adored it. And I lived in a tiny apartment in Las Vegas when I moved there. And I got used to just living in small spaces. And I like that it makes me be intentional about everything that I own. And I don't buy things that I don't need. I just buy the things that bring me joy, really, and are useful in my daily life. So as my parents downsized and kind of cleared out stuff over the years, whenever I'd go back, I would think I'd gotten rid of all my stuff. And my mom would say, oh, I found a box of stuff. You need to go through it. And I think I've finally gotten through everything now. I haven't had one of those messages in a while. But I got rid of just the stuff that you hang on to just because, right? And for most of us, it just sits in a box and we don't actually ever take any time to go through it. So I got rid of all that stuff. I've taken pictures of things that meant something to me and I'll now have that picture instead of having the actual thing. Things like cards or old letters or stuff from high school, like medals from stuff. Like this stuff doesn't have a place in my life. So I took a picture of it and got rid of it. So everything I have now is either with me in my suitcases or it is in that box in Ecuador or the box in England. And over the next couple of years, I may have a few more boxes in a few different places. I do have lovely, amazing friends now and who have houses and they say things like, you ever want to, you can always leave a box of stuff with me. So it'll be cool. One day when I decide where I'm going to live and settle down, I will go around the world and I'll collect all those boxes and I'll open them up and see what's inside. But here today, I travel with one suitcase and a carry-on sized bag, and then a little carry-on as well. And so this is new for me. Up until now, I've been traveling with just the one suitcase and the little carry-on. But when I was in Albania, it was my first trip to Albania in November of 2023. And I was in this shop and I just saw this bag that I really wanted. It's like a fake leather bag with the outside is a map, right? So it appealed to me, obviously, instantly. Like, it's just beautiful. I just liked it. And I wanted it. And I was tired of denying myself. So I thought, whatever, I'll just figure it out. So I got the bag. And now I have graduated to a person who is going to have two checked bags. So again, it's carry-on size. If I'm going on a smaller trip, I would use it as my carry-on. But for the larger trips, I will just check it. And the thing is, sometimes we get stuck in an identity. Part of my identity was someone who travels with one suitcase. Everything I own fits in one suitcase. And for some reason, that was important to me. But in, in buying the second bag and then going, okay, whatever, I'm a person who now checks two bags. I'm still traveling the world with less luggage than most people take on a week vacation. So whatever, my identity just needs to shift and change and become a little bit more flexible. Also, if I'm checking one bag, there's no extra stress in checking two, right? I'm still getting off the plane and going to baggage collection and waiting for them to roll off the line. So what does it matter if it's two now? And the small one can be just, I've got these little like bungee cord strap things so I can jimmy it onto the top of my big suitcase and roll the big suitcase with that one right on top as one. So it doesn't cause me a whole lot of extra effort or stress. And the thing that I had to talk to myself too about was, look, if you don't like this after a while, if it's not a good fit, you can change and do something else. That bag can be packed up with a few other things and I can drop it off at one of my many friends' houses around the world and be like, hey, can you store this for me in your crawl space, in your attic, whatever? I'm coming back for it in a few years. So here I am about to embark on life as a to check bag person. And I thought it'd be kind of fun to just open up and examine all the things that I have so that you can have some more clarity into what is it actually like to travel the world with your life with you. So first of all, I am feeling very smug because 
Another checked bag opens up a world of possibilities. Every time, I didn't realize until I got this bag how much stress I have put myself through unnecessarily in past years because my suitcase is just always crammed to the max. I'm always struggling to make weight and I'm always stressed out walking up to the counter like did the weight on my bathroom scale actually match up to the weight at the airline check-in. So usually on the smaller airlines, for example, I'm flying Ryanair next. My next flight after that will be an international across the ocean flight. So the bigger flights typically include more luggage weight and allowance. Whereas a Ryanair flight, they have a max at 20 kilograms for a checked bag and you can get a smaller one for 10 kilograms, which is what I'm going to do for this upcoming flight. The next flight after that, I'm not worried about the bigger ones tend to allow, I think it's 23 kilograms or maybe even 26. Either way, like I said, I'm always stressed about it. So whatever, I have two bags now. So between this, just for the Ryanair flight, for example, I'm looking at 30 kilograms of allowance, which is about 64-ish pounds. I don't know. I don't have the conversion right in front of me. Plus my little carry-on. My carry-on is one of those little briefcase on wheels size carry-ons. It's a small rectangular. You might see business travelers using this. And I like it for its small size. It could fit under the seat if necessary. I'll put it in the overhead case if I have a personal item like a purse. It meets my needs for carry-on stuff. Now I'm feeling smug because I've got 30 whole kilograms of stuff. And there's actually room in my big suitcase. I did a pre-pack just last night and everything fits and I've got space for more stuff. So <laughs> that's nice. It's always nice to have a little bit of room versus just trying to figure out how I'm going to get everything that I have with me around the world. So I play a constant game game between what I need now and what I need upcoming, depending on where my travel plans are kind of taking me. So currently recording this episode from England, it's cold here. I've got to keep some cold weather clothing, but I don't have a whole lot of cold weather clothing in general because I just stay away from cold climates. I don't like being in the cold, so I don't own a lot of cold weather gear. I know that for 2024, my plans are Southeast Asia, New Zealand, Australia, warmer climates. So that means I'll be able to get rid of cold weather clothes as I go and add more warm weather stuff to my suitcase. One of the ways that I like to shop as I go around the world is using thrift stores or secondhand shops or charity shops, depending on where you're at in the world and what they call them. Those are my absolute favorites because I can go in, for example, right now as I'm recording this, I'm wearing a long sleeve, cozy turtleneck sweater that I got in a charity shop in England for five pounds. And it has seen me through the last couple of months and nobody really cares that I wear the same thing all the time. I have two long sleeve items of clothing right now, this and a black shirt. And I just rotate those every other day. And then I do the laundry and whatever. Nobody cares. Nobody really notices that much what we're wearing as much as we might think we do. That was an issue kind of when I started traveling. I'm like, God, I feel like I wear the same clothes all the time, but nobody really cares. So yeah, I will get rid of the sweater once I'm done with the cold. I keep my long sleeve black shirt. I've had that for years. It's super comfy. It doubles as pajamas. Like many of the things that I do have dual purposes. I don't have very many items of clothing that I can only wear one way, that I can't style a little bit differently. And most of my stuff can be worn with almost anything else that I'm traveling with. So I stick to a lot of grays, a lot of blacks, a lot of black and white, like just things that can be easily mixed and matched. So one other thing before we get into what's actually in my suitcases is how I pack and packing cubes. Over the years, I've gotten some packing cubes and I've thrown stuff 
in and out of them kind of haphazardly, but it's not been exactly how I wanted it. Like it's supposed to create more organization, but the way that I was packing was just fitting things into packing cubes rather than being more intentional about what goes in what. So another thing that I've done recently, which has, oh my gosh, it's just created a whole next level of order and organization is to buy more packing cubes and even more small little plastic baggies that can be reused. And I've packed stuff very specifically into smaller bags that I then put in the packing cubes and then I label the packing cube overall with what's in there. So what this does by labeling them and putting things into very specific bags is that everything has a place. Everything has a home inside my suitcase, inside its packing cube and inside the bag inside that packing cube, which is really nice because now that I have this established system and I have labels on the things, I know when I'm getting ready to pack up and leave what goes in what bag and where to find these things again. For it might be like, okay, I know I have this scarf. Where is it? Which it might not seem that big of a deal to find in a suitcase, but there have been times where I've torn my suitcase apart looking for the thing only to remember that I put it in like the outside pocket of my carry-on two months ago and then forgot to take it out of there. And that's really annoying and really frustrating, especially if I had my suitcase kind of packed the way that I wanted. And now I've destroyed all of that organization. So here we go. Outerwear, starting with jackets. I have a puffer coat that works for really cold climates. I brought this years ago when I was going to Iceland on my second trip and didn't have a really heavy jacket because I was living in Ecuador at the time. So that is my kind of any cool to cold weather jacket. I also have a raincoat that folds up. It's a Columbia coat that if you just like take the pocket and scrunch it all up, it becomes its own little zipper bag compartment. Like it transforms into just a bag. I don't know. (laughs) This isn't making a whole lot of sense, but I hope you know what I'm kind of trying to say. So that's my raincoat. That's for obviously wet climates. When I was in Iceland, I would wear the puffer jacket and then the raincoat over top of it. So again, layers. I have a jean jacket that I wear for day to day. Just throw that on over another shirt, dress, whatever. Kind of changes the outfit a little bit. And I am perennially cold, I would say. I lean toward cold. So I just always like having a light jacket with me. And then I have a leather jacket a dark green leather jacket that I got in Ecuador that is sort of a more dressy. I can be dressed down or dressed up, but that is my, if I'm going out somewhere nice and it's not super cold out, that's my go-to. So that is what I have for outerwear. And again, I'll mix and match depending on where I am and the climate. And I may go to a secondhand shop or somewhere not too expensive and I'll buy something just for the few months that I'm there. And then I will, when I don't need it anymore, I'll donate it back to a thrift shop before I move on. Okay, so pants, I tend to go with jeans, jeans or like jean leggings. Right now in my wardrobe, I only have two. They're two black pairs. I used to have a pair of blue jeans and a pair of black, but I don't know. I got rid of my last pair of jeans because they kind of just worn out. My clothes do tend to wear out faster than most people's because I am using them all the time, right? Like most of the things I have, I wear continually. So I replaced those with a pair of black jeans, jean legging, like super stretchy, super comfy. And I just have two pairs of black now. And I'm finding that I like that better than the blue jeans because it just goes with everything. So I just have those two pair. When those wear out, I'll decide what to do next after that. Let's see what else I have. I have 
shirts. So shirts tend to vary a lot over time as well. Because again, very easy to just pick up something new in a place and then donate it back to a charity shop. So I have a white like linen material button down that is great for just throwing on over another shirt underneath or it doubles as like a swimsuit cover up if I'm at the beach. I have a plain white tea, a plain black tea, a plain gray tea, and not t-shirt t-shirt, but just like a, a bit of more stylish kind of shirt. And I also have a black sleeveless that's got a little bit of lace on it. So just a little bit dressier, but still very casual. That with my black pants, with my jean jacket thrown over it, easy outfit, or the leather jacket thrown over that, easy outfit. I have a black sequined tank top, which I just picked up at a cherry shop the other day for a couple pounds. And that will travel with me probably for a month or two. I'll wear it a few times and then I'll donate it because I don't have a ton of reasons to wear a sparkly sequined tank top. But then again, I also talk to myself sometimes and think you can wear that any day. You can wear that on a Tuesday if you want. It doesn't have to be special occasion. So whatever, just go with it. I also have one more sleeveless tank top that is black and white pattern. It's super loose. It's super flowy. I like it because I can tie it in the corner if I want. I can let it flow loosely. I'm a big fan of comfort. Comfort is my <laughs> number one. Like I care about comfort more than anything else. So having shirts that are loose and flowy is important to me. So that is it, I think, for my shirts. Nope, I missed one. I have a black long sleeve that I was talking about in terms of cold weather. So this is like a it's not quite sweatshirt material. It's lighter than that, but it is quite warm. And that plus a jacket will get me through most climates. And it's nice because if I put on a nice necklace, it can look dressier. But if I'm also just lounging around the house, it's made out of like sweatshirt, sweatpant material. So it's just very comfy. If I'm somewhere super cold, that doubles as a pajama shirt. The things that I have and travel with are very important to me that they can double and be more than one thing, right? They can have their uses in more than one area. Speaking of that, I have a little bit of workout gear. I have stretchy leggings for the gym and I have a stretchy pair of shorts also that I can use either when I'm working out or both the leggings and the shorts. I can use the leggings as for pajamas, just lounging around the house. I can use the shorts for underneath a dress. If I'm wearing a dress, I like to have something on underneath the shorts I'll use if I am going out in a dress and I'll just wear those underneath. That way I don't have to have a separate set of like shorts that are specifically only for wearing underdresses. I just put on my, I don't even know if it's lycra these days, but you know what I mean? Stretchy shorts. I also have a, a zip up, like a pullover that is made out of that same type of material, like very exercise-y type, but it also can come in handy again, just if I need another layer or if I'm doing something like hiking where I need another layer under my jacket but I don't want to wear like the jean jacket because that wouldn't fit comfortably under a jacket. So have that. All right, what's next? Shorts and skirts. I have had, I'll pick up a pair of jean shorts every now and again, depending on what climate I'm going to be in. If I'm going to be in a place that's really hot, normally shorts don't factor into my day-to-day. -day. The reason for this is I was living in South America for, oh, what, the first three or four years of my travels? I don't know. Time all runs together. Culturally, a lot of people do not wear shorts in South America. Even though the weather is very hot, tropical in some places, shorts just aren't as culturally a thing. It's becoming that way in some places, but they're not usually. And so a lot of times you would only see tourists wearing shorts. And I hate to stand out as a tourist <laughs> wherever I'm going. I like to try to blend in. So I got used to just wearing pants in South America or wearing trousers. <laughs> 
I guess I should say, because I'm used to living in England where pants mean a different thing. But anyway, so I don't have any shorts with me at the moment, but I do have two kind of like shorts outfits. By that, I mean like a one piece, like a jumper. So I have one that is green and like linen material, which I'm going to keep traveling with because with my plans to spend time in hot climates next year, that'll come in handy. And the other one is a black kind of very lacy like shirt, short dress combo. It's a one piece outfit that is like shirt and shorts. And then it's got this like lacy skirt around it as well. So picked that up in Croatia and it was just super cute. And then I went to England where it's been quite cold and not appropriate, but I will look forward to hopefully using that next year. I have a long black maxi skirt. Again, black goes with everything so I can style that differently. But it's nice because even if it's hot, it's fine. It's black and it's flowy and lightweight material. So it works well. I also have a black, I don't want to say mini skirt because it's not that short, but I have a black leather skirt that I picked up again in a charity shop. It was a few pounds. I will probably wear that a few times. And then if I don't find that it is getting used enough, I will just donate that somewhere and let someone else get some usage out of that. All right, swimwear. So I travel with a couple of swimsuits and I have one of those towels that doesn't take up a lot of space, the kind that dry out really quickly. So I have one of those I travel with and that's really useful because obviously I use it if I'm somewhere gone for a swim, but also it's a nice size. So if I know that I'm going to the park on an afternoon and I just want to sit in the grass and read a book or take a nap, I will take that with me and I can just put that out on the grass. And then I've got my ready-made sort of like little blanket there. So again, things that can be used for multiple ways. Dresses. So I really like dresses, super comfy, easy. I go for stuff that is not going to wrinkle too bad, or if it does wrinkle badly, it still kind of looks all right. So stuff that's sort of more bigger patterns and not going to show wrinkles as much. So I actually have more dresses than I've ever had before. <laughs> I'm actually surprising myself as I go through this packing cube. But we've got two flowery dresses that I picked up in Croatia. They were the same style, a little bit roughly kind of wrap dress style. And one is like bright red patterned. One is black with flowers on it patterned. So those, again, I can style with my jean jacket over top. I could even take my black long sleeve shirt and throw that over top. And so you would only see the skirt part of it. Things you could mix and match like that. I have a black super comfy, short, like it's not a full maxi dress or anything. It probably hits around the knee, wrap dress styled, little black dress. I have a olive dress that is very similar, but it's sleeveless, whereas the black one has a little bit of sleeve to it. And these are super casual, super easy. Just throw those on with sandals or my tennis shoes and jean jacket over top, light sweater over top or nothing. I also have a kind of more of a flowy maxi dress blue and gold patterns that I got in Croatia. I have a regular style maxi dress, black with gold, like tan and white pattern on top of that. That one is super easy. I love a maxi dress that just like hits the floor, like just easy. They're as comfortable as wearing pajamas, but you look nice and don't really have to do much with it. I can put a belt on with that one or I can throw my jean jacket on and it's good to go. And the trade shop just the other day, I found two more dresses. And again, feeling smug about the little bit of extra space I have in my suitcase. I grabbed those. One is just like a black dress that's a little more dressy. It's sleeveless on one side, off the shoulder on the other side, and just flowy drape, short dress but I can style that with a belt or not. And I found a dark blue dress with gold stripes that I can, it's a little bit of a wrap style dress as well. Like just got some ruching in the middle and I can wear this with tennis shoes or 
sandals and it'll look nice. So those are new additions. And basically what I do when I pick something up like that is I'll just try it. I will carry it with me. And if a month or two has gone by and I have not worn these things, then they got to go. <laughs> so I just let how often I reach for something direct me into whether or not I keep it around or whether it's time to swap it out for something else that I will wear a lot more. There are exceptions to that rule and I am carrying something with me right now that I've had for oof, a year and I've not worn it, you guys. I've not worn it. And I was actually about to pack it away and leave it here in England. But I thought to myself, I need to find more times to wear this. And it's my own fault. I should be wearing it. It's super cute. But it is a pantsuit that I picked up in Argentina. My friend actually has the same one in pink because we were shopping and she tried hers on. And it was just like, damn, that looks amazing. And I was like, oh, they had a pink and a red one. And I said, neither of those are my colors. And then we found a black one. And I was like, okay, that's my color. I tried it on. It looks amazing. It's like an off the shoulder at the top and then a pantsuit. And it's got this cool drape to it and everything. And I've been traveling with it. So this is the ultimate. I'm not leaving it anywhere else. It's time to either use it or lose it type thing. So I'm going to find opportunities to wear that. And I've basically been a mental conversation I've been having with myself because I was talking to a friend that I met recently and I just really admire her sense of style. She gets up and she puts on whatever the hell she wants. And it doesn't matter if it's Tuesday or if it's a Saturday night. She dresses in what she wants to wear. And I thought about that. Like when we were kids, we used to just wear whatever the hell we wanted, right? We wouldn't care about what people said we should be wearing. So that is what this kind of pantsuit symbolizes to me. I should wear this if it's a fucking Tuesday or if it's a Saturday night. And who the hell cares what other people think? I think I look fabulous in it and I need to wear it more. So it's going in my bag. It's going with me and I'm giving myself, I need to wear this in the next month. I'm going to wear this in the next month. So this episode is taking longer than I originally intended. So this is a good place to come to a stopping point for now. I will be back in the next episode to continue going through the things that fit into my suitcase with me on my travels and come back next Monday for that. If you have any questions, get a hold of me at Live Work Travel IG on Instagram and please sign up for my newsletter, escapehatchnews.com. And I'll see you next Monday. Take care of yourself. 